Hi, this is Geeta Nandikotkur, Managing Editor for Asia and Middle East with Information Security Media Group. I caught up with Tom Wills, Director, OnTrack Advisory in Singapore recently to discuss new age authentication challenges in the increasingly digitized and cashless economy. Tom discusses how digital economy is demanding new user experience, which in turn is driving innovations in the authentication methods as knowledge-based authentication and traditional passwords become obsolete. Thank Thank you and welcome to the ISMG discussion, Tom. It's my pleasure, Gita. Tom, you would agree with me that with the increased digitization, the digital revolution happening across the globe, the knowledge-based authentication mechanisms and the traditional password-related authentication methods are considered to be obsolete and we need a new multidimensional approach. So what is your take on this? Well, I would agree with that, Gita. Those two technologies that you mentioned, the knowledge-based or KBA and passwords, are technologies that are very very old. They've been in, in most information systems for decades now already, and passwords have been around for 60 years, and they're still in use past their expiry date. So why do I say that? Because passwords have become recognized in the industry now as being uh, difficult to use, and if not used properly, vulnerable to all kinds of different attacks, difficult to reset, and, and lots of difficulties around that. Knowledge-based authentication has come to recognize as too easy to break because of social media and because of people publishing the, the name of the street they grew up on, their teacher's name on the Facebook account, it's much too easier for fraudsters to get to them. So I fully agree that those two things are uh, technologies that we need to move on from. You'd also agree that the new age cashless payments mm. infrastructure and the real-time payments infrastructure is demanding new innovations with regard to authentication methods and processes that the practitioners are using. So what are the current challenges the practitioners have today and what needs to change? I would say the main challenge right now is that the industry, the market is demanding a better user experience than in the past. And there's a number of factors that are driving that. A lot of it is coming from the whole fintech phenomenon. But we've moved into a a world now where users will, if they don't have a positive experience in uh, accessing a system, which is what we use authentication for, um, they're quite likely to change uh, providers. They may change to another bank or or they may not use this retailer, or they will certainly abandon the transaction, which results in lost revenue to a retailer. So the market is really demanding this approach. And the challenge is balancing a good user experience with strong security. That's in a sense always been the challenge. But now because the market is demanding it, technology providers are almost being forced into coming up with something that meets both of those requirements. And it's quite difficult to do technically. We do have some developments and some solutions though, but it's quite difficult. But considering that the customer centering authentication is really gaining momentum. So what are the new innovations that you are seeing that could change the entire game. Okay, well, the first thing is, is biometrics. And biometrics has been around for decades already, but it's gotten critical mass in the last four or five years. And that has been because the mobile uh, device manufacturers have started to support biometrics in their products. And that, because they have such a huge user base, that has provided a critical mass for biometrics to start to be adopted and taken seriously as an authentication measure. And um, so we're starting to get on a mass adoption curve of biometrics. And the quality of biometrics, of course, is that it provides a better, it does exactly what I was mentioning earlier, that it provides a better user experience. And if deployed properly, I'll underline those words, it can also provide very good security. I could say certain examples. Recently, Indian system, they introduced the biometric-based authentication, mm-hmm. where you, you enter your social security number, and then that is the one of the biometric authentication, and then probably the fingerprints. But it has resulted in a lot of authentication failures, and also breaches. So how secure 
secure is this entire biometric-based authentication? Great question, because it's not automatically secure all by itself. It has to be deployed well. It means it has to, first of all, take user experience into account in being deployed, and it must take security, which consists of not just the security of the login or the access, but security of the data as well. Because if you have a biometric, uh, that's your personal private data, and it's being stored in a database, and now it's got to be really protected because a biometric, if it's ever stolen, can never be used again. So you have these certain challenges, and if those aren't taken into account in designing a system, then you can easily have these kind of authentication failures. Or So a lot of testing has got to go into it, and a lot of uh, care has got to go into the design. I don't always see that happen, to be frank. So are there technologies that are supporting this kind of evolution of biometric authentication, given that we need intelligent authentication management mm. protocols? Absolutely. So one of the biggest issues with biometrics or, or of any authentication method is that you need to uh, minimize false positives and false negatives, meaning that with false positives, you want to make sure that, that the, the authorized users, the people that you want to get in, do get in, and the, and the hackers and uh, the unauthorized persons are kept out. And getting that to be accurate has proven to be very difficult, even with biometrics coming up. Although it has improved in the past few years, it's still a big challenge. What we're seeing now as an emerging solution to that is artificial intelligence and machine learning applied with behavioral analytics, which can produce a much higher quality of the false positive, false negative ratio by looking at individual factors. And uh, so it uses big data, which it has now, an authentication system has access to much more data than just a username and password would before. For instance, it can access your behavioral profile, what it's used to use you doing. You log in from a certain place normally at a certain time of day with a certain device. And it's even now to the point where you can, you're holding the device because of sensors. You're holding the device at a certain angle. And it knows that if you're holding it at a different angle, then it's a deviation from the pattern. And because of mobile devices and the Internet of Things, we, a provider has access to lots, lots more data points than they had in the past. And they can use this in conjunction with behavioral analytics and machine learning to analyze in real time what's going on with the transaction and come up with a much more intelligent answer. Do we let this person in or don't we? Or maybe do we let this person in, but first we want to have a chat with them on the phone or first we want to have um, ask for an additional authentication factor from them, maybe uh, another biometric added to the situation. Or on the other extreme, maybe, maybe the system is so comfortable with the pattern that it says, I know it's you and I'm just going to let you straight in without any additional authentication at all. So this technology is leading us towards a much better quality of decision making when it comes to authenticating a user. So given that the new innovation is happening in this space, how much are these security practitioners leveraging this artificial intelligence to detect alerts or detect threats? Mm. We're in the very early days of that still. Okay. So I would say they're not doing it a lot yet, but you're seeing mostly vendor solutions that are coming out with the capability of using this. And the next phase is going to be for those vendor solutions to be adopted in a widespread manner. And then what we're going to see as a standard skill set for security professionals is going to be able to understand how to use machine learning and artificial intelligence as part of their jobs. And, and part of it is actually just going to be training these. Artificial intelligence, it's sort of like a person in the sense that you have to train them and, and they will learn from experiences and mistakes that they make and continually come up with a better decision-making process. And so the skill set now is going to be to be able to do that. Yeah. So do you see customers in the banking and other payment industry migrating to this kind of biometric and other new forms of authentication methods that you discussed? Uh, so what kind of changes they need to bring at the architectural level? There needs to be much more emphasis on design, I think, than there was in the past. Meaning what? Typically, 
for the last 20 years, when we were designing a security control, like an authentication process, it was very geared toward the security side of things, as it should be. It needs to be. We're talking about protecting banking assets, people's bank accounts, and people's money. So we absolutely must have strong security for, for those types of things. But what wasn't done in the past is considering on an equal level to the security, considering the user experience as well. Because we've entered into a world now where user experience has suddenly, or not so suddenly, become very important and is a determining factor as to whether people will complete a transaction or they will even continue banking with the same bank. So in other words, if someone has a bad experience, if they get declined too many times for the wrong reason or they get routed around a call center too many times, they're quite likely to just go to another provider now compared to in the past. This means that those who are designing this kind of authentication and uh, navigating through an online banking application or an online payment, a shopping cart or something like that, have got to pay much, much more care to the UX, to the user experience. Made their life a bit more difficult because that's quite a technically a challenging thing to do, to, to balance those two things. They're opposing forces in a way. But I think the result is, and machine learning, again, is going to help with that, is going to actually get us to a much, much better quality of both user experience and security. Hopefully, you know, make it make it a lot harder for some of these fraudsters, these cyber fraudsters, to uh, break into bank accounts in the future. So coming to, again, CISO perspective, is there any strategy to rewrite authentication methods or policies, given that the cashless economy has created a lot of complication? This is probably, yes, the answer is yes, and this is probably the time to be looking at that very seriously. So what could be the components of this new policy? Well, the, the main policy is going to go back to that fundamental thing I mentioned earlier, which is keep the, keep the good guys in and, and the bad guys out. Now, what's changing is how you actually implement that. How you do that from a technical architecture standpoint is going to change. So again, just staying on authentication, traditional authentication where the password was a challenge response, right? So you just present, the, enter your password and your username, and later on we added a multi-factor, so you maybe get an SMS with the one-time password to enter that, and it was done after that. Now, over time, we developed an, an analytical approach to, to all of that, and again, this is where I think things are going with respect to authentication, so that all critical types of authentication for, for banking and payments type of applications in the near future are going to include all that. And so that just um, takes a bit of a different design approach to be doing that. Right. Thank you very much, Tom, for your insights on how to take a multidimensional approach to new authentication mechanisms. Yeah. It's my pleasure, Gideon. Thank you.